Welcome to the Sufficiently Social Podcast, your ultimate guide to all things social media and digital marketing, made exclusively for women entrepreneurs and creators. I'm your host, Alicia Noel, a corporate marketing pro turned six-figure entrepreneur. Join me as we unlock the potential of organic marketing through the magic of storytelling and captivating visuals. Get ready to empower your journey with the knowledge, tools, and insights to thrive in the dynamic world of social media and organic digital marketing. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur or a seasoned creator, the Sufficiently Social Podcast is your compass to stand out, thrive, and conquer the online realm. Okay, sis, are you ready to get sufficient? Okay, guys, I hope you caught part one of the new rules to grow on Instagram. And if you didn't, be sure to go back and listen. We talked about three areas you can immediately start with to grow on Instagram with the new rules. And today we're going to break down three more. I think it's super important that you nail the basics on Instagram when you're trying to set up for success. And that's why we talked about having your brand, making sure that you have good pillars And then lastly, making sure that you are using hashtags. So those will get you started. But now that you know those, it's time to start using the three main features of Instagram. Now, there could be a whole talk on all the features. I think that there are three main that are going to help you grow. The other features are more for engagement. But these three are meant to help you grow. And so if you can guess it, yes, I am starting with Reels. Short form videos are not going anywhere. This is like a snack size way to digest content and our population is eating it up. And so we want to make sure that with Reels, we have a strategy that is actually going to work. Instagram knows too that Reels tend to keep people on their platform longer. So the algorithm favors Reels that do well. So you'll see someone who pops on Instagram and has zero followers. They get on reels, they start figuring it out. And within a month or so, they have one or five or 10K followers. And that is because they have basically tricked the algorithm to work in their favor and to show their content to more people. The people are enjoying it, so they are following them. If you notice, reels are the only form of content on Instagram that has a follow button on top of the actual content. So you can click right there from the reel and follow someone without having to actually open up their page. Whereas the other types of posts, carousels, lives, stories, you have to click on their name to go to their page to follow them. So I want to tell y'all really quickly about someone who's in the society. Her name is Lakeisha. Shout out to her at Living with the Wiggins. When she joined the society on May 1st, she had 737 followers which is really good for someone just starting out. Let's not knock our small growth. But she was very committed and came in. She actually came to a content workshop that I hosted soon after that. And she got really serious with video content. And she would ask questions like, hey, does this hook sound good in the society? Does this look good? What should I be doing here? And she quickly noticed that she would have reels reaching 5 or 10K people. Now imagine having 737 followers and your reels are starting to reach 5 and 10K people. And then she had one that went viral and reached over 500,000 people and she started growing. And what she did do is she didn't let that one viral growth keep her from and say, oh, that's good enough. She literally kept her foot to the pedal and continued to put out more and more reels 
And as of August 1st, she just passed 5,000 followers. So from May to August, you guys, yes, count that up, May, June, July, three months, she was able to gain a little bit over 4,000 followers. And I will tell you, she's definitely on track to hit 10,000 followers by the end of the year because she is actually putting in the work and putting out content. The reels are the best way to do that. But you do really want to make sure that your reels possess things that make people want to follow you. The number one thing I can tell you is make sure your video is clear and that the quality is good. Use natural lighting as much as possible, meaning open up a window if you're shooting inside or if you're shooting outside. Instead of having too much sunlight on you, you can also get into shade and make it a little bit clearer. But it's super important that it's not a blurry video, that it's good quality and easy for you to add words on top of for people to read. So if you are going to do all of these talking straight to the camera, straight to the mic types of post, you want to make sure you have enough room above your head for words or right in between your chin and your chest for words. So you want to give yourself that space to be able to add those hooks and words. And it's also okay on some videos if you put words on top of your face. We can talk about all the different strategies for reels, but I think it's very important that you know to give yourself that space when you're shooting. and then. When you're getting ready to create that you put together hooks that are easy to read and relatable. A great way to do this is if you're going to use a trending audio, which I definitely recommend that you do, make sure it has less than 5K uses. So you'll click on it and sometimes there'll be 117,000, 10.6,000. And I tend to lean towards in favor trending audios that are less than 5,000. Ideally, I'd love for it to be less than a thousand, but if I can get it less than 5,000, I'm happy with that. And you can scroll through and see what other people are doing. And the good piece is you can also see if that video performed well. So it's super important when you're trying to be inspired in your niche, et cetera, to look at what other people are using. And I'm not telling you to go and straight copy it, but I am saying use that as a, a place of momentum to get inspired by topics that people are clicking on. And so that is a great way for you to do that is go to the trending audio page and see what hooks people are using on their videos and how they're getting people to like it and to share it. And so you don't want to necessarily always have to tell people to share your reel or like it. You instead want to have call to actions that are going to be beneficial to you, which could be saving the the reel but also you want to start telling them to work with you or do things in that nature. And so your hook and how you pull them in is super important. Of course, you can always go to my page at I am Alicia Noel and you can scroll through all of the reels that I put together. They will always have a hook with words on top. Now, the only place where I somewhat allow people to not put words on top of their videos is in that fashion space where the content is the hook. And so a lot of people don't understand that. They think, well, I see all these people who post videos and they do, you know, really well and they don't put any words on top of them. And a lot of times it's because the video itself is the hook. It's so engaging. You see this with like on, if you go really far out with a different niche, fishermen who are able to really draw people in with that. If you go into like those that do renovations, if they have something crazy and you're like, what are they working on? Those things are actually hooks, but they're hooks without words. 
And so I want to give you guys that distinction in case you're in one of those niches. You're like, I don't know what words to put over it. I think there's still an opportunity for you to use words to grab people in. But I do get that there are some niches that allow for you to use images to hook people in. And then the last thing with your reels that I think is super important, and you guys will probably understand this as you listen to all of these episodes. I'm going to talk about these. It's hashtags. Hashtags are used in the caption of your reel. I recommend using all 30, but at minimum, try to use 15 relatable hashtags in the caption of your reel. Again, it's allowing for that opportunity to reach new people through hashtags and to show up on like the hashtag explore page for that topic. So for instance, if you use the hashtag moms who blog and you related it to a video about motherhood and the struggles of motherhood. And when someone goes to search for moms who blog, that reel may be the first one that pops up in the corner on your phone. And so I just want you to understand how powerful it can be when you're using the right hashtags. So we're going to talk about those a lot because I know you guys have questions about them. And if you do, send me a message. I actually put together a hashtag training for you guys. It's only $9.99 and I will link it in the show notes as well. Okay, so we know that reels are great, but there has to be some other meat on your page. So remember I said reels were snackable. That's why we're going to refer to these. Your other content are more of the things that people want to digest in bigger doses. And because who wants a snack all the time? Like I like snacking. I'm a big snack girl, but I actually want some real food sometimes. And that's what the other types of content in your page is for. So carousels can be a pivotal place for entrepreneurs. This is really where you're going to educate your audience with like what you have to your knowledge in your brain, but also you can put in a dash of your offer. So I love that carousels allow for us to do that in a seamless way. So for your entrepreneurs, let's just say, for instance, you are someone who does systems. Maybe you set up Dubsado or ClickUp. You're somewhere in the project management realm. What I want you to understand is that carousels are probably going to perform better for you or as well as your reels if you use them correctly. Now, make sure that you set up your carousel images to be in a 1080 by 1350 size. That is on Canva, super easy. Or you can also just search on Canva for Instagram portrait. Portrait mode allows you a little bit more space than just a square post. And it also allows you to tell people what to do. Now, this is something that I have done for over a year and a half. And I will tell you, I honestly accredit most of my growth to having carousels that are not only strong in content topics, but that also tell people what to do. If you did not know, one of the number one things to boost the algorithm for you is to get saves. And so your mindset is, let me design carousels that people want to save. Now, we can go all day and say, oh, this is savable. But unless you tell them to save it, they are not going to. So if you look at my designs on my carousels, at the bottom in the right-hand corner, there is a little very small, but it says save this with the save icon. And the reason why is that is exactly where the save icon shows up when you're scrolling. And so you see that and immediately you just hit save. Now, I would love to think that everyone saves my pieces of content and then they come back to it multiple times because it's that good. We know that's probably not true. However, what happens is when multiple people save my content, Instagram says, oh, 
this is something people want to come back to. Let's show it to more people to keep people on the Instagram page. And so it's a key into the algorithm to allow for you to get a boost in your piece of content. So if that makes sense to you, and if it doesn't send me a question, that is why we want to tell people to save our content. And that's why we want to use carousels in a way that's actually going to help us. And if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm a creator, do I need to be doing educational pieces? I think that you can. I think that's a great addition. But depending on your niche, you could also have some amazing photos of maybe your work. Maybe you do Christian t-shirts or you do you're a fashion blogger. You want to have pictures of you and your cute outfits. And then maybe they swipe and there's a cute quote that you have designed. And then they swipe again and it's another outfit. That tends to work really well. And let me tell you why. So for instance, if the first photo that you posted in that feed shows up to me and I don't like it immediately, Instagram will come back. When I open back up the platform, they will show me a different image in your carousel post And then they will say, well, does she like this one? And so they will keep doing that and rotating images to see if I will like something else from you. Now, of course, you want people to like it on the first time they see it. But the good thing is, is maybe there's another photo or maybe there's a quote in there that stood out to them and they like that. So that is why carousels tend to perform much better than a single image post because you're gonna get multiple times for them to see it. So I hope that makes sense. And I hope you guys are tracking because I want you guys to start utilizing carousels. These are the meat type of posts that really add some value to your page and really show your audience that you know what you're talking about. So even if you are a creator, a mom blogger, those types of things, instead of always posting photos and videos, you could give us like, you know, three ways you've made bedtime routine easier. Or again, if you're a fashion blogger, three places I shop at to get discounts or Those kind of things are really topics that people would want to save and that when they see it, it stands out to them. So make sure you're using them. Last but not least, it is time to go live. I cannot tell you how many people tell me they have a love-hate relationship with live video, but I want you to always remember this before you get started on this journey. If it's not a great video and you don't feel good about it, you do not have to post it. It gives you an option at the end of the live video to discard the post or to share it. And I want you to understand if you hit discard post and you have it set up correctly, it will go into your archive folder for 30 days. So you actually have time to think about, did I like this? Was it good? Can I use it? The other piece is when it goes into that archive folder, you can download that live video to your phone, to your desktop. And you can go in and cut up the pieces that you do like from the live video. And you can use that and ding, ding, ding to go back to short form content and get you some reels out of it. The positive with live video is that gives you an opportunity to connect with your audience. And again, that encourages growth. The other thing that is super huge for you to encourage growth with live video is going live with a creator who's in a similar niche to you, or maybe you guys can complement each other well. But this gives you exposure to their audience and vice versa. It makes them want to consume more content from you because they've now heard your voice and they can validate you are who you say you are. A lot of us can show up behind pictures and videos and not actually be the person that we say that we are. But when you go live and you share 
your opinions, your feedback, your thoughts. Now we can connect with you a little bit more and we feel more engaged to actually consume your content and actually want to be a part of your community. And so that's why going live is so, so important. If you notice, and I talked about it in episode one, when I was building out my brand, my goal was to go live at least once a week. Sometimes it was more. And now I still, to this day, try to go live at least once a week because that is the only way for my audience sometimes to talk with me. It makes them feel comfortable because I will ask them questions while I am live and I give them the space to be themselves. So make sure that you give an opportunity for your audience to also be themselves and go live with you, okay? So we've talked about this. Now we're on part one and part two are complete. You know exactly what you need to do, starting off with building out your brand and making sure it is legit and it is easily read. Then you wanna create your pillars, making sure that you know exactly what you're gonna be talking about on your page. And from your pillars, you're gonna build out your hashtags. So you have those three things and you've nailed those down. Then you actually want to start implementing that into your strategy. You, of course, want to start with reels. That's truly going to help you grow and reach new people. And then next, you're going to also be incorporating carousels, making sure that you're either educating or using it as a way to showcase more of your photos and cute quotes and things of that nature. And then lastly, you're going to start going live, not only by yourself and solo, but with other creators. And you can go live with up to four people at a time. So imagine the exposure that could happen from that. And that is really going to set you out on a true strategy to grow your account over the next month, two months, up to the next year. This is a strategy that is not going to go out of style and you can incorporate it in your content strategy, whether you're new, you're brand new, or whether you have been doing this for a while and you're just looking for new ways to grow. I think if you start with these six things, it truly will help you build out a new strategy that's going to work with you. So tell me and come to over to Instagram and tell me what you're going to start implementing first. If I had to give you a starting point after you've already incorporated part one and it's just today's lesson, I would tell you to start with reels. Just try them. They can be quick, but they're going to have a great impact for you. And don't let it stress yourself out. If social media is truly stressing you out, I would love to be able to teach you how to incorporate all of these ideas seamlessly into your content plan. You can come on over and join me in the Sufficiently Social Society. Visit IamAliciaNoel.com slash society for a special discount as a listener and join a group of women who are truly growing and building out social media pages they can be proud of and that they enjoy and that isn't overwhelming for them. And so I would love to have you and serve you over there. I hope you enjoyed this series. Stay tuned for more and more tips and tricks on how to build out your social media and digital marketing strategies. Sis, that's a wrap on another episode of the Sufficiently Social Podcast. If you've enjoyed all the gems being dropped, don't forget to rate and like the podcast. Share this episode to your stories and tag me at I am Alicia Noel for a chance to be featured. As always, don't forget... His grace is sufficient for you and all your wildest dreams.